Hello, I'm Laurie Seletnik, Editor-in-Chief of the AURN Journal, and I want to share a few highlights from the March 2021 issue. This month's issue features a special report on AORN guidelines in the era of COVID-19 and offers a total of 5.5 CEs to assist in meeting your certification needs. In the article, Anterior Cervical Discectomy Infusion, a Surgical Intervention for Treating Cervical Disc Disease, the authors examine cervical disc disease, which includes chronic disc degeneration, stenosis, spondylosis, and disc herniation. Providers initially treat these conditions conservatively through symptomatic care. When conservative measures fail, surgery may be indicated. An anterior cervical discectomy infusion, or ACDF, is a procedure involving the removal of disc material to achieve neural tissue decompression, and placement of a bone graft or interbody implant and a cervical plate and screws to stabilize the spinal column at one or more vertebral levels. This article briefly reviews the anatomy of the spine and treatment options for cervical disc disease, presents an in-depth review of the ACDF procedure, including the expected perioperative course and care considerations, and concludes with a case report. In the article, adding a visual communication tool to the electronic health record to prevent pressure injuries, the authors explore hospital-acquired pressure injuries and share highlights from their quality improvement project that aim to inform inpatient nursing and healthcare professionals of the potential areas of skin breakdown after surgery using an annotated image depicting intraoperative patient positioning. To gauge OR nurses' use of the annotated image, the authors tracked image addition to the patient's records weekly from May 2018 to May 2019 and found an overall average participation rate of 80 to 90 percent. Adding the annotated image of surgical positioning and pressure points raised awareness of the potential for skin breakdown and became a valuable communication tool for the inpatient nurses who were providing postoperative care to prevent pressure injuries. In the article, The Role of Perioperative Hypothermia in the Development of Surgical Site Infection, a Systematic Review, the authors share findings from their systematic review to examine the role of perioperative hypothermia in the development of surgical site infection. The authors searched numerous databases for eligible articles published between January of 2008 and November of 2018 and identified seven studies that met the inclusion criteria. The results of this review indicate that the relationship between hypothermia and surgical site infection is closely related to the type of surgical intervention performed, for example, emergent or colorectal cases, and that severe hypothermia can increase the risk of developing a surgical site infection. Perioperative nurses should monitor patients for inadvertent hypothermia and prevent its occurrence when possible. In the article, The Effect of RN Circulator Scrub Person Dyad Consistency on Total OR Time and Turnover Time, the authors examine how using consistent perioperative teams, including the same RN circulator and scrub person, for consecutive procedures may improve OR efficiency. This retrospective cross-sectional cohort study assessed the effects of a consistent team in the form of RN circulator scrub person dyads 
on the total OR and turnover times for 310 surgical procedures. Controlling for relevant variables such as procedure type consistency, number of staff members present, or procedure complexity, the association between RN circulator and scrub person dyads and the total OR time and turnover time was not significant. The periop briefing section of the March issue includes a lead feature article on implementing a surgical smoke evacuation program, a second feature article on key considerations for processing surgical instruments, a solutions at work article on preventing pressure injuries in patients undergoing cardiovascular surgery, and a procedure at a glance article on thyroidectomy. We hope you enjoy reading and learning from this month's articles in the AORN Journal. Please continue to share with us how you are translating research into your practice and implementing innovative practices. Contact us if you're interested in writing or peer reviewing for the AORN Journal.